Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 13 of the Minority Agenda Podcast. I had to look that up before I got on here on this mic because we haven't been on in two weeks. Um, Wow. Today is a day, a year since Kobe has left us. Him, Gianna, and everybody else on that plane. I don't have the list with me right now. One of my co-hosts can look that up and we'll say their names uh, in the next five minutes. But, um, yeah. What a day, what a day, what a day, what a year, what a week. You know, this has been a really tough week so far. Uh, Hank Aaron had passed away. And then we also had more other, we had more people pass. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, legends are leaving us uh, week, week to week, day to day. Um, I'm your host, Isaiah Thornton. I should, probably, I should probably say my name. Well, I feel like, you know, since being gone for two weeks, I haven't said, hey, you know, this is our podcast yeah. this is my co-host ricardo maicano the hip-hop encyclopedia right. uh we also have jacob gray and more tune for your head top so watch how you speak on my name you know you know you know the guy who gets all the drake features cleared and stuff like that um yeah. yes sir oh uh, jacob before we start man i mean i just shouted out at everybody um do you think drake could beat hove in a versus i don't want to start there but i just want to ask you that <laughs> In my biased opinion, yes. Okay, well, all right. So that's my co-host. Uh, he, this is the last day. Um, <laughs> I, con- I, con- I concur. You concur? That's crazy. Yeah, I think in a versus scenario, I think Drake will win. All right, bro. If somebody gets more hits than the Beatles, how can you like? How can you compete with it? The Migos have more hits than the Beatles. So what are we saying? Hmm. <laughs> oh. 
All right, but no, let's. Do Migos got more hits than the Beatles? I don't know. No, they, I don't think so. Uh, they probably do. You gotta look it up. They got more money. Boom. <laughs> well, that's because the Beatles signed a terrible contract. That well, <laughs> you have they a did. point. You have a point there. It so, was the '60s. Nobody knew what they were doing with their with their record contract back then. Um, you know what? You know, since you started there, now we have to segue to our first topic. Okay. Then that that wasn't gonna be the first topic, but let, let's. But we still gotta talk about Kobe. Right. Let's no. re, let's remember Kobe real quick. Um, I don't want to. You can't push over that. It's only been a right. year. Um, I really, honestly, truly, I wasn't going to honor Kobe or not honor him. Just out of respect for his family, you know, his family asked NBA teams, "Hey, can you guys not do a tribute today?" Right. It's only it's you know it's been a year. Can you guys not do a tribute? And, you know, me being the guy that I think I am, I like to think our podcast holds some weight somewhere. Someone's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll honor that. I'm going to honor that. And then, you know, as people on the Internet do, they put everything on the Internet. They start posting all the videos and all that. And you can't help but tear up. Right. And it's like, oh, man, that is, you know, that's tragic. So I, I have to do I have to say, you know, I have to put his voice in something. Yeah, you have to, you know, you have to remember something. Him, his daughter, um, and the, the rest, uh, and every, the rest, his his friends from uh, weren't they uh like it was a baseball coach, right? And like his family too, right? His uh, yeah, the uh, other parents had passed away. One was mm-hmm. a baseball coach here at the University of Houston, and he also was a player here, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day in the eighties. And then you had um the pilot, the pilot that's been Kobe's pilot for. A long time. Forever, yeah. So, I mean, you just can't, because that's so tragic. As soon as I found out the news last year uh, when it happened, I said, man, that's sad. And then I said, well, at least we still have his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. 30 minutes come later, his daughter was in the plane. I was like, oh, I, that's why I just started crying. I was like, man, I can't do this, man. Because, uh, I, I, you know, she was the next, she was the next one. That was going to be the one that really – Sat me down to watch women's basketball, like the w the WNBA because I watch college women's basketball, right? But the WNBA, I don't watch it unless I was gambling on it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I had a reason because betting on w, on duh, betting on WNBA games that that is a tongue twister, folks. Um, and because they can't dunk, so they have to shoot. Yeah, I promise <laughs> you, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's one of the greatest things in sports I've seen. They have to shoot the ball. They can't dunk. Some can dunk, but not everybody's dunking the ball. So you have to live or die by that shot. So, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty entertaining. That's why, that's why I started watching the w, WNBA. It's pretty entertaining. Um, I've seen a couple games. I watched the uh, – I mean, I, I was kind of forced to. Well, no, I wasn't really forced to. So while I was still working at KLTV – they would uh, air the uh, the finals. You know, they'll, air, they'll usually air them on like a, on a Sunday, usually Saturday or Sunday, I think. Uh, or at least you know some games of the final, not the actual you know final game. But um, I think the last time I remember, I think I was watching Seattle versus. Oh, uh, what's the what's the name of the Seattle team? Seattle Mystics. Yeah, the what was it? The Mystic, Mystic, right? Mystic. Yeah, no, they Storm. won, right? Storm. The Storm? It's the Storm? Yeah, they won. Yeah. Mystics is Washington. That's right. They, they, I think it was the Seattle and Washington. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, I think it was the Storm versus the Mystics. I know Las Vegas is the Aces. Dallas is the yeah. Wings. 
I know Houston's the Comets. But they're LA. they're no longer a team. Houston. There's no more Comets? No, there's no more Comets. They haven't been a Comets what? since, like, the 2003, I think, 2004. What? Yeah, the Comets. I thought the Comets was the lower <laughs> No, they're no longer. So Houston, I, well, but, but, dude, but Houston. That's, that's crazy because I, I did too. So Houston I, doesn't have a team at all? No, no, no WNBA team? No WNBA team. So, Dang. so it's the... It's the San San Antonio and um and Dallas are the only two Texas ones. Yeah, and then LA the Sparks, of course. Yeah. Um, I think the Florida have one. I think they have one in Miami, right? I think. Uh, I believe it, it might be Orlando or Tampa, something like that. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. What's San but, Antonio's team called? But anyway, like. Yeah, I think for me, it was, you know, that that factor as well when it came to knowing that, you know, that Gigi was also on the plane. And, I, you know, I think it would be a disservice, you know, like, yeah, of course, we don't have to do a tribute. But, you know, it is nice to always acknowledge, you know, the people that you, you know, whether you looked up to Kobe or not, you know, you could not deny that he was a, an amazing player. And I remember when it happened, I was in I was still in Hawaii last year. I was in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii last year for a uh, for a, for a military exercise. I was there pretty much for the whole month of January, and it happened on a Sunday. I remember it was a Sunday, and this is Hawaii time, so Hawaii's like maybe five, six hours four behind. I think it's four or five. Four, four or five hours behind. So I remember hearing about it, and I think around our time it was like eleven, so that it had to be like you know three p.m. and uh, you know back home back home in Texas. Um, when I heard about it, that sounded about right. It was like around like three, two yeah. or three, something like that. Sounds about right. Yeah. You know what? I noticed. Uh, I noticed something about you. Whenever some goats like leave us, you always like on vacation, like, like always on vacation. Colorado, Hawaii, like you. Man, yeah, that is kind of yeah, that is true. Recently, I mean, I I, I hate that that that's happening. Yeah, Kobe died with Hawaii. Doom died. Well, we—I mean, Doom had 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 been deceased. It's just we found out that, you know, he passed away in December. So that's a little technicality, but still, yeah, it where, happened while I was on vacation. I don't know what's going on. Where were you when Michael Jackson passed? Just uh, I was in my room. I okay. know that I was in my I, room too. I, I was I was in my room. Yeah, I was in my. I, you know, because this was 2009, so I was still living with my mom. <laughs> that's the thing I always want to ask people: like, does everybody remember where they were when Michael bro, Jackson? Bro, died? I was yes. in my room. My cousin, uh, stable stabled us at that point. One of them did, and he. I remember he came by and like he like looked at me. And he was like, "You know, Michael Jackson died, right?" And I'm like, "No way," because it was because I think people don't remember that. In like 2006 to 2009, you heard a Michael Jackson death rumor almost like every single year. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like when he told me that, I'm like, "There's no way." And then like I went to go check Google, and this is when like Google like crashed for like one of the very first times ever, because everybody was like looking up, "Is Michael Jackson dead?" And Google went down. And that was like one of the like thing I remember the most. And then like eventually I turned on the news and like that's all you yeah, saw for like the next three days. Yeah, yeah so I, went it was crazy. To, I went to CNN. That's all. Because Twitter wasn't around yet. And 2009, I was seventh grade, so I didn't have social media. Yeah, like uh, I saw it on I saw it on the local. I, I saw it on like yeah, CNN. I saw it on you know the Spanish news channels. I saw it like everywhere. I remember literally details of what I was doing. It was <laughs> summer. And I was at a basketball camp, mm-hmm. and it was me and my boy. And I was walking from the cafeteria from eating to like this little lounge area. 
because it was at the basketball camp was at um Navarro College in Corsicana, mm-hmm. and so I was walking to their little um little place where they had a pool tables and stuff, and on CNN, so oh, somebody told us walking to walking to that place that they were like, hey, you know Michael Jackson died, and we we're like, what? That's crazy. I like I was looking on my phone, but I didn't see anything, mm-hmm. and walking to um. To the place they had on scene in and it said said everything i was like man that's crazy yeah let's see man um jacob did you have a kobe story uh, or anything you want to tell kobe uh no like growing up i hated kobe like i truly <laughs> did not like kobe but i respected kobe and i still do i still respect kobe like as a player a hundred percent like there's no other player like kobe like the mama mentality is such a real thing like no other player had such a mentality like Kobe. Like, I'm going to go out here, I'm going to get this done, and it's going to, with like, he, I'm going to give it everything I got no matter what. Like, I'm going to leave it all on the floor, everything. But one Kobe story I have is one of my boys, he's like a huge Kobe fan. Like, ever since he was little, he was a huge Kobe fan. And he believes in the mama mentality, like, definitely believes, like, he was a skinny kid, like literally skinnier than me, bones like this big, and now he's like ripped, like huge arms because he believes in that mentality. Like I'm dead serious. He, Kobe was his biggest thing. So me and my family had season tickets to the Mavericks, like ever since I was little. And I was like, we have have it to the Lakers. We have an extra seat. Why don't I just bring him along? And he came along, and he um, he got to see Kobe and everything. And he was up close to Kobe and everything, and he was like, he was excited. So yeah, that's that's my Kobe story. Kobe like, Kobe changes like your thought process if you really like know him and really yeah. know what he he believes in. That must be nice. I remember when I went to the NBA game, all I got to see was Norris Cole. <laughs> no offense, Norris Cole. No offense, to Norris Cole. Norris Cole was hooping that night, but you know. <laughs> AD AD was sitting on the bench. He and sub in. Uh, nobody else. The Pelicans had nobody else but AD. So all I knew. And then Norris Cole had just got traded. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm just here to see Norris Cole. Dirk didn't play. I'm just sitting here like, man, this was a dry night. So I had to watch Norris Cole and Richard Jefferson duke it out. That's when, that's when Richard Jefferson was on the Mavericks. Yeah. So, man. Um, I think one of my favorite uh, – I mean, this is like a Kobe story. Uh, I remember, like, when was this? Like, maybe 2007, maybe 2008. I was, like, on YouTube, and I remember coming across this one video of uh, Kobe with a, with a uh, Ronaldinho, uh, you know, soccer player. And uh, he Kobe was talking about how, like, because, you know, I think Kobe was in – where did he learn how to play soccer? I think he was – was he in Spain? Italy. 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 That's what it was, yeah. He grew up in yeah. Italy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So he was talking about, like, you know, how he fell in love with soccer and how, like, he took a lot of, like, what he learned in that and the basketball. And he was, like – he was, like, playing with, like, Ronaldinho. And, like, Ronaldinho was, like, showing him all these, like, different tricks, like, how, how he can do. But, like – and then Kobe was kind of, like, showing him, like, what he kind of, like, picked up. And, like, kind of just seeing how, like, how – detailed he was like even in the video it's like only like four minutes long it's not a long video but just seeing like how he's able to like just take anything and just like break it apart like really um influenced me 
Like every time I ever, because uh, I, I haven't watched that video forever, but I can still like recall like every single moment in that video because the way he like approached, like I said, like he he was always there was a way that he approached things, you know, like no matter what it was, uh, basketball, soccer, uh, what had you, like just conversation in general, the way he always approached things was like like this uh this massive amount of confidence that sometimes I like strive that I strive to get to sometimes. And that's like one thing I would remember from like watching that video of him. Yeah, he definitely changed the world. He changed the legacy. He made he made people really enjoy the game of basketball. You go to you know, you people over at China, in China, um, Russia, Germany, France, everyone. Mm-hmm. Like this is probably the first that I can like first time I remember. One was Michael Jackson. This was another day like that the world just stood still. It's like, man. Mm-hmm. Because I in me, I people always say, Oh, I remember nine eleven. I'm like, bro, I don't remember nine eleven, bro. Nine nine eleven, I was two thousand one, I was four. I was somewhere in my granny house. I know that much. But I don't I physically don't remember that day. I remember nine eleven. So, I still remember it. Right. So people always say that's when their world that's when the day stood still for them. For me, Michael Jackson, Kobe, uh, probably somebody else. I can't think, but those are other two. Those are the main two days I remember vividly. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. oh, and the Dallas, uh, the Dallas sniper. I remember that. Oh yeah, that that yeah, yeah that one was like crazy because I yeah. I didn't go to school with him, but we went to the same high school, the sniper. Mm. So he graduated two thousand nine. I was in middle school in two thousand nine, but it's like you see how close the proximity. It's like right, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, I could have known, dude. So. Yeah, that's another. That was another crazy day in my mind. Um, what is first on my topic list, man? You you had a great segue about. Ah, oh, I lost it. I had it. and I lost it. It was the Rick. I wanted to go to the Rick Ross thing. That's why I wanted to go. To. <laughs> was that the segue? Yeah, that was a segue. You said it, and then I was like, "Hold on, let's not get off." Oh, because we were talking about uh ah man, what were we talking about? It was like the like. Oh no, we were talking about uh the the verses like Drake and Drake and uh, Drake and Jay Z. Is that how we got there? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if that's how we got there, but we were talking about Drake and and Jay Z and who would win in the verses. And then we talked about the WNBA, and then yeah. it, and then because yeah, you said something about women equal equality, and that's where that's where it, yeah. All right, okay, so, so yeah, let, let's talk about how Jet, uh, just Britney is trash, and uh, <laughs> this this. So, uh, do you, I'll play the clip. Hold on, I got it. It took me a long time to realize that that was just Britney because I'm like I remember her from like back in the day, like rapping with Beat King and like doing her own thing, and like seeing her now, yeah, yeah. I had no idea that that was her. I'm like that's that's her. Like, what is going on here? Like, what did this air? <laughs> well, they said it was on you. YouTube. I thought it was on YouTube. It was, I thought it was on VH1. Oh, that that's on. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Hold yeah, on. I think that show was like on. V, I th- it was like kind of like one of those. Uh, it's like, I think of it. Uh, it's kind of like one of those. Like you know how Ti had the uh, what's the one where he like made like Miss Mulatto? Like which, which is that one? Oh no no, you talking about Jermaine Dupri? Uh, uh, Jermaine Dupri. What was the show called? The Rap Game. The Rap Game. So I, I feel like it was like the Rap Game for like singers, pretty much. With Rick Ross, that's what it, that's what it looked like. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, not mm-hmm. not saying Rick Ross doesn't need singers. I mean, he can sign them, but that's wild. A rap game for singing. Yeah, 
That would that would have looked like to me when I saw the clip. Hold on, for, uh, well, let me play the clip real quick. Um, we can play all, all, two, right. all two minutes of it. Uh, I, I would just play like, uh, yeah, go ahead, play. Well, minute, play, minute. You play a little bit. Play a little bit of just Britney singing. Yeah. And play the other girl. Play, uh, yeah, yeah, the other girl singing, and then play Rick Ross's part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your future bright, shorty, your future bright. <laughs> the music was bright. Smartest move of my life. I knew the song. So that was just Britney's part. Um Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, let's uh let's let's keep on moving. Let's keep on moving. Okay. So she calls out the other in in this in this clip, she calls out the other girl. Just Britney says the other girl had the same song as her, but she stole her idea and it was trash. I'm like, okay. So how do you say this young lady's name? What was her name? Kaya? I think it's just Kaya, yeah. Okay. Not to be confused with the uh the rapper from Miami. The not to be confused with the my neck Kaya. Is that is that is that the same Kang Wang with it, Kaya? What'd you say? Is that is that the same Kaya that does the Kang Wang with it? Uh I think so. I'm not I'm not sure. Is she so she's from my I never knew she was from Miami. Yeah, she's from Miami. Yeah, I know she's from Miami. Yeah. Never knew that. Leaving you, Kaya. Okay, so here's Kaya. All right, so hold on, hold on. So we're gonna we're gonna play this back a little bit now. Rick yeah. Ross is gonna give his judgment on Kaya. Mm-hmm. Now this is probably the worst judgment I've ever seen <laughs> recorded musically for someone to judge music. Okay, and I and I like Rick Ross. I you know I respect the boss. He's doing it for the big dudes. I'm big, but this was I don't know what this was, man. This was like this is like telling an eight year old like, hey. We're not gonna get you this ice cream, but this one over here, we got you. You can't and remember. Remember, we're judging music, okay? So keep that in mind. We're supposed to be judging the music. <laughs> we're supposed to be judging the music. All right, left. Yo, yo, yo. That wasn't the best platform for your voice. Nope. You have a, a unique voice. And Brit did sound better than yours. They like mine's best. See, nah, Ross. Nah, Ross. <laughs> you can't do that. You what did that even mean? That was color. I'm sorry. That was colorism. I hate to say it, but that was colorism. What does that mean? And bodyism, somebody, if that's somebody a word. Explain to me, somebody explain to me that wasn't the best platform for your voice. <laughs> I do not understand what that means. Is it talking about the environment of the room? Is it talking about that? Maybe singing live isn't your strong suit. Is it that maybe you need auto tune? I have no idea what it means. You know what? In that moment, I'm glad because 
in in the in the beginning of the episode we played Kobe and he talked about the guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross was a guidance counselor right there, and that's what he just did. That was the a worst t- guidance counselor ever. Oh my goodness. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. Um Yeah, but that that is like like that tweet said, that is ninety percent of the music industry. Yeah. Um like it's not like any it's not any surprise. Like as soon as I, I saw what what people were mad about, I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 uh it's looks and it's you know everything else but the music at the end of the day. So and, like, you know, that's um, the biggest issue that a lot of people have. So like, what are you? I, I'm a lot like we're interviewing each other, right? And so what would y'all look for in an artist? Because there, there 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 is a look. You do have to have some type of look. That that is, I hate to say it, but it's it's true. Their own sound. Yeah. But what is you their do, own sound? Music's been around for okay, hundreds of years. You see the difference between Br- just Britney and Kaya. Kaya has her own unique sound right there. Like that's that's a her specific sound. Britney, anybody can make that sound. Mm-hmm. Anybody has that sound. I, I'm not gonna like. I haven't heard a few Kayas though. I, I can't say that. I don't, I don't know. Not like not like her sound specifically. Yeah. Like the way like the way she, her voice. How how do you, how does like I don't even know how to it detail. resonates like yeah. the way it resonates yeah there, there's nothing like like I haven't heard anybody like that but it's, with Britney it's just there's so many other it's it's vanilla mm-hmm. like it's it's so it's so distinct like Kaya's compared to Britney and it's like you say what you look for in an artist like yeah obviously there's the look because you know artists at the end of the day have to be packaged in some way or another like I mean. And and it's sad to say, like, because like would Drake be Drake if he didn't look the way he did? Maybe not. You know, there's an argument to be made. Would would Rihanna be where she is if she didn't look a certain way? Yeah. Probably not. So like there there is a certain way you have to present an artist, you know. It doesn't mean that they have to be the most beautiful person. Right. I've heard people I've I've heard people say that, you know, Rihanna's ugly. I've heard people say, you know, Normani's not good looking, uh, Camilla Cabello, you know, it, it goes on for forever. Um but I think what trumps that is the level of talent. And, and in that clip, it's obvious that Kaya has that talent way beyond anything that just Bernie could ever imagine. Uh, even, even if she may not be the most presentable artist, well, you know, whatever that means. I right. mean, I think at the end of the day, her talent will speak for herself. Okay. Answer this for me, guys. Because um, I'm, I'm on the fence with this one. Do you believe... Uh, Singers, do you believe they have to be? They have to know how to dance when they're like doing a concert. Do they? Should they do some type of performance? I mean, performance is very subject subjective because what like performing doesn't necessarily mean dancing. You know, you can have your own way of like performing. Like uh, I've seen, uh, I've seen Rihanna live, and uh, she does an amazing job like performing, but right. she doesn't really dance. She dances a little, but she's not like. She's not like uh, Sierra, you know. You know. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah. I guess I guess that is what I mean, like choreography, like Sierra. Right. Yeah. I, I think I think you know, for some people, it definitely helps, and for some people, they don't really have to. You know, I don't really see Tierra Wack dancing, you know, or something right. like that. I guess because like I'm pitch in my mind, I'm picturing like if I go to a Janae Aiko concert, I'm picturing her. She sitting. ain't dancing. That's what I'm saying. She's not <laughs> yeah. dancing. She's she's sitting in a seat. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. what I picture. Yeah. I've never been to a concert, but that's what yeah. I picture. 
I was about to say that I love I love those type of singers at concerts who just have the chair and they just have like one leg on the um on the little thing on the chair on the pedestal yeah. leg on the ground and they have mm-hmm. one hand on the mic and they're just singing yeah so that. So, so that is a preference that people have that's what I yeah. I've always yeah. wanted okay, yeah people enjoy, people enjoy that dancing yeah people enjoy that for sure but then you also have those people that enjoy seeing like a, a big spectacle like you know. What's one what's one thing that people always bring up about like let's say Chris Brown and his shows? That that the man could do a backflip. Right. You know? People always talk about that, you know, oh Chris could do a backflip. He's the greatest of all time. <laughs> so like, yeah, there are people that definitely that appeals to them. Uh I think I, I think uh Trey Songs, who we'll get to in a bit. We will. Uh uh is also a really good performer for what I hear. He dances a lot, stuff like that. Yeah. Um Yeah, that is true. So I mean, yeah, I think I think it just depends like on what what your flavor is. Like, pause. Like, what you, what you really want to what you really want to see at the end of the day, as far as like a, a live performance. Now, but it's not a necessity for singers. Like, at the end of the day, you are a singer. You're not a backup dancer. You're not a choreographer. It's not your job to dance. Now, let, let's stay on this topic. I like this is a good topic. Um, because mm-hmm. for rappers, rappers get a bad rap. For rappers, you're supposed to know how to move the crowd and do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in high school, Chief Keef, Chief Keef was the main person who would get a bad rap. They said all Chief Keef do is stand there, sing his song, and then he go. Like, oh, yeah, Keef, Keef can't, can't, can't perform. That's what he, I'm saying. That's documented. Yeah, that man cannot perform to save his life. So what what do you do for a rapper? I know you have your rapper hands, you move the crowd, you know, you get everybody pumped up, but... Mm-hmm. In 2021, I'm thinking like, eh, I don't know many rappers who can really get a show that hype. It's it's very rare. Like, I don't think a lot of people really think about how a lot of rappers, they don't really know how to put on a show, to be honest. Right. Like, I've seen some clips of, like, certain rappers, like, performing live, and they literally just, just stand there. You know, they may move to the side a little bit. And they're like play, and they're rapping their song over a track. You know, it's not even live a lot of times. Um, I mean, it's live, but you know, they're the song is playing in the background instead of like them just you know performing it straight up. Right now, I'll tell um, you, um, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. I tell you one time, my first concert, um, Jambalaya twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. the headliner was Chance the Rapper. That was the main. That was the main event. Then right. you, but you had ASAP Fur. You had. Uh, uh, Riff Raff, you had uh, who else? Wasn't Gates there? Kevin Gates. That uh, that year he wasn't there. That was the year. Okay. That was the next year. You had okay. Marty Baller. I don't know if you remember Marty Baller used to go on tour with Ace Ferg. Um, then you had RL Grime. You had all these different acts, right? And the best performance out of the best performance, Chance the Rapper was great. He he, he was great. That was when he came off of his flu, uh, chance, flu game, right? Chance the Rapper right. had just got diagnosed with the flu like two weeks, so he had canceled like. 13 shows and then right. his so his first appearance was back in Dallas so um he had a great performance but the most impressive performance to me it was, was Ferg a- right it was ASAP Ferg I remember seeing those clips of oh, like, they were like they were like in that uh they, they were right next to the UNT yes library uh, yeah library yeah. right I next think, to I UNT library fire. I remember so, watching the, the live performances. And so Ferg, what, what he what he did was amazing. I've never seen This was my first concert, too, and I was still in high school. So what he did was he said, hey, 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 everybody on the left and everybody on the right, move. He told them to build. He told them to build him a pathway. 
So everybody scooted over, built the pathway. So he started he started performing. I forget which song he had at the time, and everybody knew the song. He jumped off the stage, ran through the crowd, then ran back, jumped, hopped back on stage, and then the then the beat dropped. The DJ dropped the beat. Then he jumped back in the crowd and started crowd surfing. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and so it's that type of stage presence that I'm seeing. Like I don't know if. If people, if the labels are teaching that, or if people are picking that on their on their own, or you know, because once we get back to a normal time after COVID, what are people gonna want to see at a concert? What is gonna be the format? I feel like you have to be that type of person, though, like to be to jump off the stage and everything. You have to be that type of person, like uh, like Ferg, like Travis Scott, like um. Like Pop Smoke was like that too. He was very energetic yeah. at the shows. Yeah, like like Drake's a really high energetic person, and then you have people like um, Migos mm-hmm. who are just going to stand there, mm-hmm. nod, and like keep and everything. Mm-hmm. But for twenty twenty one, I don't know. Like most people just want concerts, dog. Yeah, <laughs> right. they don't care. They just want to yeah, see something care. live. Yeah, they don't care who it is, what it, what's going on. Just give them live music. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, well, and we'll end on that note. We'll we'll bring that back up one of these days. Um, what's next on our topic, man? What's next on our on our docket list? Trigger. Well, <laughs> which one of y'all want to go toe to toe with Trigger? <laughs> hey, man. So, folks, um, background story over the weekend, or I say, I say over the weekend, Sunday at the NFC Championship game for the NFL, the National Football League. The Kansas City Chiefs are at the. Did I say uh, no? I didn't say NFC. At the NFC, you said NFC. I did. No, thank you. you. Yeah. Okay. At the NFC Championship game. Uh, no, not NFC. It's AFC. At the AFC Championship game with the Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I knew I was messing up somewhere. So, um, Trey Songs attended the game. I don't know if he's a Chiefs fan or a Bills fan, but he was at the game, and. Uh, fans three rows behind him. This is what the report said. They said that he was being heckled by fans, which mm-hmm. I get. I, I get. You know, you always want to talk trash. I get it, but it comes to a certain point. Like, yo, like, can we enjoy the game? Can we just like, like, I get it. Now, if you betting me on right. some money, yeah, here, here, let's bet. But that that didn't happen. He was being heckled, and he wasn't even he wasn't even playing. So, um, apparently Trey songs then. Got into it, or I guess he shouted back to the guys, the people behind him, and uh, the officer heard Trey Songs or whatever and confronted him about it. And next thing you know, Trey Songs is fighting the officer back. He puts him in a headlock, and he puts him in a headlock for like what three, fourteen, not three, not fourteen minutes, but like three minutes. Say, Jesus, <laughs> that's a good three minutes. And you know, at that point, I was I was watching. I'm like, well, this is Trey Songs. Trey Songs did used to fight fans after during his concerts. Mm-hmm. So, um, hey man, it is what it is. I do. I feel bad for the officer. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, there, is, is there video of this? There is video. It's on TMZ. I haven't TMZ. seen a video yet. Oh, I can send it to you. I think I. I think it's on Twitter. I can send it to you real quick. Okay, so I just seen him sitting in jail with the smile. So, oh wait, oh he was in jail. 
Yes. Or maybe he wasn't in jail. Oh, yeah, he oh, went yeah. to jail. He yeah. got released Monday morning. Oh, okay, okay. So they made um, him stay overnight. I mean, this isn't like surprise. They could like like Trey is like that R and B singer that like for some reason or another just loves getting into it. Like like this is not common. Like we've heard of him getting into like so many different altercations like throughout the years. Um allegedly, and I have to say allegedly, because apparently he uh okay. And apparently he um uh this is allegedly. Uh y'all know who Selena Powell is? No. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. The um the the so, no jump I'll just say the no jumper girl. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh that girl. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently Oh yeah, no, I think they say that she said that Trey put hands on her and like kicked her out of his house or something like that. I don't know. That what she says. I don't really believe most of the stuff she says, so I don't want to I don't want to say that Trey did it, but I also don't want to like like dismiss somebody who had potentially been violated like that, so I'll leave it at that. Uh Trey, like I said, does have a history of, you know, get get getting into it with, you know, various people, whether it be fans, whether it be um what what was like the big like R and B R and B beef with Trey? Um, that is a really good question. It was somebody. It was somebody I can't remember. But I mean, in this instance, the fans somebody should say like, "Yo, we was messing with him, right?" And <laughs> he shouldn't be going like the people were saying in the video, like, "Yo, he didn't do anything wrong." arrest the cop they're trying to the other cops the sheriffs everybody knows the sheriff's department is completely different from the actual cops yeah, yeah. sheriff's department they taking you regardless they don't care right that it is what it is so but once he had him in that headlock and and dude couldn't get free people were trying to get him like yo trey like let him go let him go i don't know if i would let him go either i probably would have been like you know what i'm gonna just wait i ain't, I ain't gonna choke him out but i'm gonna wait till right somebody either t- put me down or they just like ag- we agree to neutrally like let each other go so in that instance um yeah you think you did they so do they do you think they knew it was trey uh i think so because he was with he was with family or he was with management something like that okay he was with- i'm over thinking i'm like like who goes to a who goes to a, a chief you know bills game and just sitting there and realize you know is that that trey songs you know a couple rows right. down <laughs> you know like i like even if you knew who he was the fact that you would like have the audacity to like just start messing with him is just kind of weird you know the only thing i'm happy about is that he didn't get shot you know yeah yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, but but that's true. But my mind is like, wow! Like, if you get shot at an NFL championship yeah. game, because the game was going on if in the right. back, in the yeah. back of the video, you see the game still going yeah, yeah. on. I'm, I'm like, watching it right now. That is nuts. That that would be the craziest thing, because NBC those NBC microphones would have picked that up instantly. Yeah, that would have picked up instantly. Like, yo, we have gunshots here. We don't know what's going on. So. And maybe at NFL stadiums, maybe the training is more like, "Hey, we can't use our guns right away." Yeah, nah. And they and they got. I mean, uh, just looking at some of these, uh, the police officers, the sheriffs, like I see the the pistol on the holster. So they definitely, they they have them. They got them on them. Right, they have it on them, but no one 
thought like, hey, because he's, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking right, yeah. he's in a chokehold. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh God, I hope they just don't shoot him. Because like, right. I'm watching the video, I'm, you know. So, um, that's really all I have for that one. But man, now I'm just glad that didn't happen. It's so weird. I just want to know who was messing with Trey <laughs> and why. Yeah. It's just like a, such a random thing to happen. Yeah. It is, I mean, it, hey, man, so, you know, you know, um, the NFL actually is going to allow people come to come to the Super Bowl. I, I believe are? it's like 30,000 fans are going to let in. Mm. I don't know how you spread out 30,000 fans, but hey, it is what it is. Um, okay. <laughs> you said earlier, I'm trying to think. Wow. What was next on our list, man? <laughs> next on our list? Um, I tried to build a segue. I couldn't. Focus. We could get into, oh, th- this is something really funny I really want to bring up. Uh, so there's this leak of Kanye apparently screaming at Chance the Rapper, since you mentioned Chance earlier. Uh, apparently, they were documenting the making of Donda, the album that still has not been released. Uh, and apparently, there's a, there's a lot of footage, and uh, somehow, some of it got leaked. And the clip involved Kanye, Dame Dash, apparently, and Chance. So I guess Dame is there as like kind of like a like a coach almost, like an advisor to Kanye through the making of the album. And uh, Kanye, I mean Dame was like in the clip, like Dame is like talking about like how this is how Kanye works. He can't have like any distractions. And then and then like eventually it shows like this this uh this this little moment where like Kanye's like sitting on the couch and he just jumps up and just starts screaming at Chance like hey like something about like like if you don't like the music you just get out or something like that but then the very next second after that little altercation happened they're all just chilling like I think in like back in like Wyoming it's like Chance and Kanye and like Dame and some other people are just chilling like nothing ever happened and that was it it was like a one minute clip so wait <laughs> Kanye was yelling at Chance and Dame. No, just at Chance. Just at Chance. Okay. But but Dame was like in there, like kind of like recounting the story. He like kind of narrating like BH1 style, you know. Wow. It, it was weird. Like I said, this is this is apparently a part of a documentary that has not come out yet. Did did, did they find Tiana Taylor's albums? Uh, I do not know. Okay. They're probably I, I, in the they're probably in the Walt Disney vault. Yeah, they're in somewhere. the vault. They're in the vault somewhere. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it. Um, Kanye, we also have a. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Where, where do we put Kanye? Legacy wise, Kanye's top five. Okay. So influence, you agree, Jacob? Influence, influence, culture, music. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah, top five. Yeah. Okay. If we, if we were putting everything. Mm-hmm. Top five. All right. I, I I I'm not gonna argue it. I just I'm trying to think. I'm just thinking. Um, man. Yeah, it's a weird clip, but like I said, you can find it out there. It's a. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can send it to y'all. But uh, yeah, it was a such a random thing to surface just a few days ago. And you know, and since we're on Chance the Rapper, since we brought up Chance the Rapper too. Uh, that last album wasn't really good. Uh, that's the one with the clear disc, right? So he hasn't made yep. another one. 
Was that was that free or did he did he charge people for that one? No, he charged people for that one. Wow, the first album you charge listeners and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. That is crazy. Um, right now we are up to forty four minutes, folks. We've been really busy. Um, I know I have Jacob has Ricardo is going to be in a magazine. You want to get? Let's talk about that for a second. I really don't want to talk about that. Okay, let's not talk about that. Well, our guy is going to be featured in a nice magazine. He has a nice, clean cut, and that's that's all we're going to say. But um, <laughs> I think I think I think it's supposed to be that magazine. If it's not, it's probably going to be like a like a web only article. But I think if it's going to be print, it's more likely going to be that magazine, which is that that's the official Navy Reserve magazine. So, OK, that's all. That's all we can. That's all we can tell you. all That's all we can preview. Mm-hmm. And that's Ricardo's like, Ricardo, you turned into a little IG model. You know that? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, like, yeah, yeah. Jacob, like, yeah, yeah, you, turn, yeah, you turned into yeah, a little yeah. IG model. You got your clean shave face. I mean, where's Veronica at, man? We <laughs> In the, she's in the room doing something. Okay. Um <laughs> man, I am really, really kind of uh we had Master P. Master yeah. Master P and Tesla. Did you guys see the Tesla cars? Yes. Tesla has a new well, but they're new cars for police. Yeah, so, was it Ohio or Indiana? It's one of those Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. I'm glad you, yeah, it was with an I. I was, I was going to say Idaho, but no one lives in Idaho. So, Indiana. Um, <laughs> Nobody lives in Idaho. <laughs> and except for the Gonzalez twins. That's all I know from Idaho. Okay. But um, Indiana police department, one of the police departments, are now going to be having Tesla cars to drive. I'm somewhat scared because I know people... <laughs> I've never. I've only seen like two or three Teslas in Houston. I probably should see more, uh, but really, yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I see a lot up here. Yeah, you see a lot in Dallas. Yeah, yeah I see a lot up here. Yeah, Dallas is a rich town, you know, big rich town. <laughs> uh, really, you know, people come to stay in Dallas. I don't know if Jacob still agrees with that argument that no one wants to come to Dallas. Remember the nah, argument we had back in the day when about NBA free agency and no one wants to stay in Dallas? Well, like, nobody wants to stay in though. Dallas? It's true for NBA free agency, but like regular people like us love Dallas. Why is that? Why, why, do, why do you think players don't want to stay in Dallas? Because he because thinks there's, there's nothing, nothing there. In Dallas. I, feel like that's the, I, I feel like that's the misconception. Like There is stuff to do. Dallas um, is a business slash yeah. sports town. Yeah, it's, I'm not, a, it's not like a party city. Like I mean, but you can find the party in that if you really want to. It's not like it's like not I here mean, at all. I mean, you know? yeah, you can go to downtown Dallas and find a few bars and a few clubs, but it's nothing like Houston, like nightlife. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Austin or Houston, but I mean, but like there's, I mean, I guess it depends on the person you are because like somebody like Dirk, you can kind of tell like he's not really like the cl- the club going out type of guy. He probably just likes to like be with his wife and kids and just chill. That's probably why that he he loved Dallas and why that's like the perfect setup for him. But if you're somebody like, like, uh, I don't know who, uh, Gilbert Arenas. 
J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. You got to choose somebody who's yeah. in the club. J.R. Smith. Yeah. Blue if you're J.R. Smith, then maybe Dallas is Javab. James Harden. Yeah, there we go. Now now we naming some players. Now we naming some big-time players. <laughs> Carmelo. Well, no, we can't say Carmelo. K- KG. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett definitely wasn't coming to Dallas. LeBron the wasn't only, coming. The only two reasons for people to come to Dallas is, is they love the Cowboys that much. Mm-hmm. And they want to go to home games, mm-hmm. or they really just care about money and they get paid. Yeah, but no one's coming to Dallas just for Dallas. I mean, like the the pride is definitely here. Like if you're if you're born here, like Dallas and you know Fort Worth, of course, you know. But you know, of course, that's a different city. Um, you know, you you love your city regardless, especially if you're from here. So like the 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 amount of love that the city gets is, you know, it's real, but I guess it's like, I, yeah, I guess it is very different for like, if you're not from here, you know, yeah. it's kind of hard for you to like stick, I guess kind of be convinced to stick around. So, uh, just a hypothetical. If the NBA G league said, we are going to build a team in Tyler, Texas, what would be the selling points to Tyler? What would you sell? <sighs> I ain't no thing. I said G League. See, see that that works. A G League team works. That works. I know. Um, selling points. Um, you're not in Dallas. Oh my! Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that as far as like people who don't want to be in a big city. Like you're in a small city. It's quiet. There are uh, three colleges. Be, huh? There are three colleges. There are three colleges. You could be very low key. Um. You're next to Shreveport. You can go gambling if you want. <laughs> this is bad. All the uh, bad. I think the I think the biggest selling point will be like you could be low key, and everything around you is pretty cheap. <laughs> That's probably about it. And the hospitals, you have the best hospital. Technically, it's like the best hospitals in the state. They are pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah, hospitals around here. Are, I mean, not around here, but in East Texas, are pretty good. Yeah, the ones in Tyler, pretty much. So I tell to him, this is what I would say. Do you want to live in Dallas, but not Dallas, but keep the busyness busyness of Dallas and only ha- only have a fourth of Dallas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that'd be it. Yeah. Man, you might as well tell him to move to move to Arlington at that point. <laughs> For real. Let's see what Tyler is. Yeah. Move to Arlington or move to uh I feel like Den- Denon will get a, a G League before Tyler ever does. Probably so. Uh, Frisco. Yeah. It would go to Frisco. Frisco, yeah. Frisco yeah, will get a G Frisco. League. Yeah. No, wait. No. The, the, Frisco does. Frisco has a G League? Uh, no, it's UT. It's Arlington. My bad. Texas, Arlington. Okay. Texas Legends. Yeah, they're, they play in UT Arlington. They, they play UTA, yeah. Okay. Um, What else do we have on our list, Ricardo? Ricardo. I'm, I sent that little clip of uh, Kanye to the uh, to the – to the little group chat. All right, listen, let me yeah. listen to it. Let me play it for the listeners real quick. Yeah. If I can log into my phone. It's 30 seconds. It's very, very short. Good morning, Kanye. <laughs> That's one of the best clips ever. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, we are ready. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kanye is finishing his album. He wanted his people around him. Chance, honestly, because of what he was reading, you know, he came through to just check Kanye, you know. And, you know, again, Kanye deals with all his issues at all times. 
and uh, you know they got into it, but they worked it out. At the end of the day, chance was there just to be a friend. So you know, Kanye, <laughs> right? It's Asperger's. He has to have Asperger's. I have no idea what what it's happened. Something like that. He's, bi- he's bipolar. He's bipolar. Yeah. I don't know if that clip was something specific. It just like he, it looked like he just got irritated. I don't know. My thing is, why are people starting to wear bulletproof vests? And they're not real bulletproof vests. I hate. I hate that I see those getting sold in the stores. Oh, the the fake bulletproof vests. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I had a real music topic for you guys today. I really did. I thought about it when I was um just thinking about stuff. Um, so the song Wait, we're not gonna come. We're not gonna come back to the masterpiece stuff. Oh yeah, we. Oh yeah, <laughs> we kind of abandoned that. We did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it, and I just I was like, okay, no one. All right, so yes, Teslas. Um, <laughs> Master P is building cars through yeah. black people. How, exactly. <laughs> how should I feel? Uh, this is going to bring more jobs and opportunities to the community. So I'm happy. Shout out to the brother Master P. Mm-hmm. Um, and Romeo. Romeo's uh, working on it too with, with his dad. I'm so ICDC college. I already know what's up. So. You you are you a Romeo fan? I know you watched that show on Nickelodeon. I am. I know. I know you love that. I know. You, I know you had a crush on his big sister in that show, probably. Too. That and Jordan. Yeah, I watched the Romeo AAU documentary that they had on Nickelodeon. A lot of I'm people saying. don't remember that I'm when saying. they had Demar Derozan. I know Jacob watched it when Demar Derozan was there. Jacob looking like I don't know what you're talking about, Isaiah. But look, look, they was hooping. That's when Romeo was hooping. I really thought Romeo could hoop. But, you a Romeo fan, man. Look, uh, we all Romeo fans, low key. Well, I think Romeo should probably take the Bow Wow route. He needs to be in movies. Romeo's a goat, in my opinion. I don't think so. You don't think so? Like I, Romeo, like he he's he's just a cool dude. He was cool for ten years. Yeah. And then he everything every everything surpassed him. Bow to Bow Wow's point, Bow Wow has stayed consistent. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been corny the last three, he's been Shad consistent. Moss. Shad Moss has been consistent. Has been consistent. Yeah, he has. He has. Even though he's been corny the last three, we always talk about corny rappers. If we name corny rappers, Wale, yeah. Shad Moss, the Game. Yeah. I, I know. I, I have to put Game in there. I'm sorry. Game be doing corny stuff, but I still rock with his music. Yeah. Um So yeah, there's more corny rappers than that, but yeah, we'll leave it at those three. There are, but yeah, we'll just leave those three. Thank you. So, if we, so I don't think he's a goat, but I appreciate him doing stuff with his dad, you know. But I want to see him in movies. Yeah, uh, somewhere, somewhere down the line, Master P stopped managing, you know, his life. I guess that's for that's for the best. But yeah, still. yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, he's like thirty something, so of course you're gonna eventually want to get out of that shadow of your father. But, I mean, it's good that they still work on projects together. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think, you know, Romeo is definitely very talented. And uh, he could definitely uh, – I, I, yeah, I don't think sometime he may, may – or, you know, who who are we to say, you know, what he right. needs to do with his career? Maybe he just feels like he should just stay in the background and just do other things, stay more low-key. But I guess we would like to see him in more entertainment-based stuff, you mm-hmm. know? And bring and bring back No Limit Records. My bad. <laughs> bring, back, bring back the tank. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. 
don't know how I bring him back to tank. But shout out to Master P. Uh, it's, it's it's good that him and uh and Romeo are starting a wanting to start a a black owned car um car uh not just dealership but an actual like you know company a car company a manufacturer of cars so you know hopefully we'll see uh we'll see something coming to fruition that actually becomes a reality he also has a noodle he also has his own noodle brand if you know that i saw that yeah he yeah. has noodles um they sell his wrap snacks by my college they have um master p wrap snacks biggie wrap snacks i finally got to taste amigos wrap snacks that was like just like two years ago i finally got to taste them yeah yeah, yeah. but they i like were, the uh they're really good I like the I like the Boosie one, the hot ones. I like those. So yeah, Rap Snacks is really good. Is that black owned or is that? I mean, I think I think Master P has like a percentage in it. He he's not the owner, but yeah, it is black owned. Okay. Yeah, he has a he he he's invested in it. Um, right. So the thing I was thinking about earlier. All right. So my thing was with censorship in music. We have about we're we got like five minutes left on our show, folks. Right. So. We have censorship in music. So the song, uh, Throat Baby. I hate the song. Of course, the song is not for me <laughs> whatsoever. The song is for women, right? Oh, no, no. So the song is not for me. It's not for anybody lo- in this. I love that song. Potty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so, but um, I don't know the guy's name, actually, who rapped it. What You guys know his name? BRS Cash. Uh, BRS Cash. Thank you. I, yeah. I'm bad on names. I'm no faces. I'm bad on names. So the music video came out and he had, um, this was a great ad by his team. This is great. This was amazing. And what he did, he brought on the remix. He had, um, JT, he had the baby and, and then he had baby, yeah. Tiana Trump. Tiana Trump is a pornographic star. Um, Tiana Trump is rapping. What? No, no, no. She's not rapping. Oh, she's, she's just doing like an intro, right? She's a video vixen on that. No, oh, okay. Oh, okay. She's in the video. I she's got you. She's in the video. Yes. Okay, I got you. <laughs> but she's a, uh, I said it right, pornographic actress. That's, that's... A, a, mat- a mattress actress, yeah. <sighs> okay. See, <laughs> yeah, he brought up the. All right, but um, that's what she does. Uh, so that was great marketing by his team. I re- right. So I always think about when I see stuff like that, I think about um, what's his name? Black Youngster. Blue and Black Youngster. Had uh booty. He had the song booty come out. Right. And but he didn't have Sir Mix a lot. That bothered me. He didn't have Sir You talking about booty and you don't have Sir Mix a lot in the in the music video or in the song. You know, it's certain stuff like that. But um So you say he didn't capitalize. Right. So my thing moment. he didn't capitalize on the moment. So my thing right here now, but this is we're talking about censorship. So Again, I hate this song. The song's not for me. The song's not for children. I hate that this song gets played on the radio. Go baby. I hate uh, <laughs> I I'm sorry. This is one song in hip hop that's like we could have lived without this. I haven't really heard of that much. I've heard it like maybe twice. Something like that. I haven't heard the remix yet, but oh I I don't really like I heard it. I'm just like, uh, I can kinda live without this, just like how you said. <laughs> Listen, on the remix, I skipped immediately to JT's part because I just wanted to hear what JT had to say. That's it. Not Justin Timberlake. We're talking about Jatavia from the City Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows I love me the City Girls and I love JT. Jatavia, yes. So, um, but yeah, that's all I was thinking about is censorship and how far censorship has gone. I can remember a time where... um, 
the worst song that my mom thought that was out that shouldn't have been played on the radio was Nelly. It's getting hot in here. Uh, like okay. that, like that was my, like when, as soon as that came on, my mom looked at me, we're cutting off the radio. That's that, that was her only song. Every other song, lovers and friends. She was cool with, I was hitting high notes. She was laughing. You put on Nelly's getting hot in here. My mom. Nope. Cut that out. <laughs> Let's go home. <laughs> right. So I don't know if you guys had a song like that. If you guys had a, you know, if there was a song that you're like, eh, maybe this shouldn't get played in the car, you know, but hey, <laughs> so, so now I'm back to throat baby. Throat baby is my song. It's like, all right. Yeah. Why is this getting played? Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't really think of anything in recent memory. Like I would always, you know, I'd be very cognizant of like what I would play and what I would not in front of my, my mom. So, you know, if it like, you know, if it was pretty out of line. I would just keep that to myself. <laughs> My mom won't let me play anything in the car as a kid. We had to listen to straight Christian music. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah, that's what I heard in my car, too. Yeah. Well, I, well, you know what? And then again, majority of us grew up off of R. Kelly, sadly. That was Not me. I, I grew up on Kirk Franklin. Listen, R. Kelly's getting played in my car religiously. But it was all, but it but it was all the motivational R. Kelly songs. It wasn't just like the sex songs. It was all the motivational songs. What step in the name of love and all that? Yeah. Okay. Chocolate factory. The whole chocolate yeah, factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No 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 uh TP two thousands getting played uh, in uh in, in my mom's car. <laughs> so um is there anything else on our list that we had? I'm glad you know. Uh I was gonna say like how do we feel about like a lot of the uh the newer rappers that are like that have been uh like bubbling like uh cj uh push uh tusi like do y'all do y'all rock with them i mean hey man hey. 17 months i done turned into a rap man you know i love push man <laughs> push to be going man i yeah. listen to push every day now i'm on yeah. hey hey i hey i know my cousin say he listen to young boy man i'm rocking with push man what i'm on that push that's um, hilarious. No, I really, that, do y'all do y'all rock with them? I mean, I, I've heard a couple of their songs. I, yeah, I like Pusha T. Heard some of CJ songs. I just think of San Andreas every time I think every time I say his name. And then uh, Tusi, he's from Syracuse, right? I think. I think so. Nah, t- I wait. thought he was. He might be. I don't know. I think, I think he's from Syracuse. Tusi, the wait. I'm trying to think which one that is. Oh, the I one think one. you're thinking of Two Z. I mean, is it say I just say two Z? Is it pronounced two Z? Wait, which one are you? The mixed one, the light skin uh, one. He's light skin. He's not mixed. He's I don't Dallas. think he's No, 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 no. He's from okay, he's see, from New York. See, that's huh? why I'm getting different. Is is it two Z or two Z? It's two Z. They're the S and the S I. Okay, then. Okay, then I'm. I, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're thinking two Z, like the one from Dallas. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of a uh, two Z. Okay, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. The one with he spelled it T O S I E. Yeah, S I. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. And then I found out Pushiesty actually had Pushiesty went to high school in Texas. Oh yeah. He went. He was. He's from Pflugerville. He's not from Flu. He's from Memphis. He is from Memphis. Yeah. Right. But he was going to school in Pflugerville, Texas, and then he was kicked out. And all all my Austin folks in Pflugerville said they never seen him again, until he became <laughs> Pooh Shiesty. <laughs> yeah, 
And they said, you know what? Everything he rapping about, he was doing then at Pflugerville. So I rock it with Pooh Shiesty, man. I am. <laughs> I mean, I, I like him, man. I, I love I love Memphis rappers, man. Like, so I mean, I love Key Glock. Still love Dolph. Um, I really like Key Glock. I mean, um, yeah. Are we? Shout out, to, shout out to the whole pre. We're not gonna spend that much time on this. We got like. We're over an hour right now, and we and we know Jacob hates Yo Gotti. Yeah, I hate <laughs> so shout out to the whole Memphis. Um, I love Memphis though, except Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> Are we in a Memphis era? So you know how, how Chicago had their era when we were in high school. Right. Are we now in the Memphis era? Um, or I don't it, think so. because no. Memphis has always been Memphis is is funny because it's like Houston, where it's like very consistent underground. Yeah. And like, if you know, you know. But I think the difference between Memphis and Houston is that Memphis, for some reason, always manages to push out that one rapper that rises to the top. You know, whereas Houston, it usually stays pretty, pretty local and underground. I mean, it's still like good music. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like that sound that I guess everybody's looking for. Like the same way, like Snooty Wild blew up, the same way Dolph blew up and had their little run. Um, you know, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh. What's that song? Uh, Memphis Two Time or what was it called? Uh, I forgot. I forgot what dude's name was. Uh, I heart Memphis guy. I heart Memphis. Yeah. No, not I heart Memphis. It was another guy. Uh, uh God, what was that? What was the name? I can't remember. But you know, like the Memphis, like ever so often, always push, like have that one guy. I mean, like of course, Black Youngster too. Yeah. Who like they push to the top, and they, and they have the little run, but it's never for too long. Like the Memphis rappers, like they get there, but it never lasts. Like the the longest one that has, you know, endured is, you know, Yo Gotti on a mainstream level. I was going to say 3-6. I mean, 3-6, of course. I mean, but they're not as relevant as, you know, a Gotti is. Okay. I'll say each each one of them has their high peak, but they stay um, pretty consistent throughout mm-hmm. the years. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I compare it to Houston. Because, yeah. you know, they say consistent in Houston, but it's not like the highest of, like, popularity. Um. Yeah. Oh, a rapper that we need to add to the 2021 list of people. I think, I think this is the. I think this is the the year. This is the year for Sauce Walker. I really do. The last song he put out, R.I.P. Buddy. That was oh, that was great. That was great. And, 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 so, I was gonna say Sauce Walker is a good example for that conversation we just had because, you know, he he's had various peaks mm-hmm. and then he'll mm-hmm. stay consistent and they'll have a peak again but he hasn't had that peak where you're talking about where he's like all the way mainstream where right. everybody knows him man i feel like man you think you, you speak on 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 walk i feel like peso like yeah, man, peso, peso going, is, yeah i feel like peso like i have a really good feeling that he's gonna get to that point where, where spm was at one point again when it comes to like a mexican rapper yeah like he's getting there. Like, like I see the moves he's making. Like the producer he's he's hooking up with, and like the sound and like some of the songs he's dropping recently. Like, I feel like he has a very good chance of like if he stays really consistent, and he does. He has that chance to make that one big song that's gonna blow him up and like make him like known, like nationally, and like really take that that spot that's like been pretty much vacant since like SPM left. Houston has been on a good. We're in a they're in a good space right now. You got Sauce Walker, you got Maxo Cream, you got mm-hmm. Peso Peso, you got OTB Fast Lane. Oh, listen, OTB Fast Lane, yes sir, OTB. song is hard. Oh, yes sir, like th- yeah. th- that is hard. Um, and you got other kids. 
I have, a, you know, there's an R&B singer right here at my college. Uh, she's she has an EP. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll send you guys a link because you guys both have Apple Music. So you mm-hmm. guys can listen to the rest of the EP. I can't because, I, you know, Android and Spotify. But um, she has an EP. Her name's Kira. She is great. I was, and I also seen the music, the music video. I re- right. I'm really enjoying that music video. It rides, it slaps. So right now there there are different people trying to blow up out of Houston, and uh, but for the on the rap side, it is it is great, it's really great. Right. I want to see Dallas right now. Dallas is still in their tug of war, as as I'll call it, um, with uh, the Mo Three, the Trap Boy Freddie, Yellow Beezy situation. Uh, no news has came out about that, um, and I don't know. Again, I don't know if who's connected, who's not, who's not connected. And then you also, and in Fort Worth, you have Goyeo. Goyeo has been holding down Fort Worth. Him and um, CJ Casino, CJ Casino, and um, uh, Kenny B. Kenny B. Yeah, Kenny B. Uh, who else we got? Yeah, some more Kenny people. Kenny B. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that rap out here. And then we know? got. And they, then we got Hefe Strong. Show. I ain't forget Hefe Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Hefe Strong out there. Uh, we got Bad and Bougie. I got another classmate. He's an R and B. I guess he's singing R and B. He can. I don't know if he can rap. He can sing. Mm-hmm. I gotta remember his. I don't know his. I don't know how to say his rap name. So I'm. Gonna, I'm not gonna act like I know how to say it. But right. it's 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 kind of difficult to say. But um, and then in Athens we have Tay Money. Jacob loves Tay Money. I I like Tay Money. I remember when she first blew up. So right now it's going it's going good. And for Texas, it is going good. Right? We're we're in a good place, we're in a good space. Um how do we get to the top? Cuz uh, I know, I know we keep saying radio is dead. We keep saying so now we have to stream. So for for Peso Peso to blow up, what is he going to have to do in 2021? I, I for me, I think he just really needs to hook up with that right producer. You know, get him a yeah. get him a murder beats. You know, get him a a metro a metro a metro booming beat. Get him a a, a take keys. Yeah, like a Beethoven beat. Like, like I feel like once you get him on that right beat, he he'll put in like his own spin on it. And if you could just get like a good hook, a good chorus, it's it's out of here. Um, Meg, this we didn't name Meg the Stallion. Um, but I mean, of course, yeah, she's, Meg, of course, she's, yeah, yeah, she's Houston, but she's already blown. Yeah, exactly. Her stock can't, her stock can fall, but it's like, it's so that's that's hard to for her to fall. I, I don't, I just don't see it. Not in the next, mm-hmm. not in the next ten ten years. I think she's good for ten years. I think Meg is. I don't know about the baby. I say five. You say yeah, five. I say five. Yeah, five. I say five with with Meg. Like ten, ten's a long time. A decade is a long time to stay relevant. I would say five though, because I, I I can't see it with the baby the the baby really? can rap no 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 but it's the same beat I ain't it's not heard the same beat. <laughs> see here, here they go. Here they it's go. the same flow, but not the same beat. Okay. <laughs> so the baby, oh, I, I like the baby man. Well, well, what about City Girls? What do you see City Girls on top of five? City years? Girls is out of here. Really, I don't see them unless they can, you know. Come out with another like, like period type, you know, project. I don't really see them really doing that sort of impact again. You just see them doing features. 
I mean, yeah, but I don't want I don't want them to be reduced just to features because I like them because they're talented. Yeah. Okay. What but about I just, I, I just don't think that their focus is, is is what I see. Like I don't think that they really care about rap like they did before. That's fair. What about Sweetie? Yeah. So Sweetie's gonna be around for sure. Yeah. So five. So re, so, but everybody has a five year cap. That's what we're giving everybody. A, Man, I don't even. I, yeah. Some rappers, I don't even give them five years. I give them like two. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we are at an hour and twelve minutes, guys. Is there anything else that we ha- have not? Is there an honorable mention? I mean, we don't have to talk about. It. We'll just mention. Uh, well, there's one honorable mention. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. Shout out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that <laughs> one honorable mention. <laughs> we went a whole pod without talking about that. That's crazy. I know, right? Yeah. Um, I just thought it was really crazy that the Capitol a week, two weeks ago, was in hell attacked. And yeah. Now a week later, it's fine. The, the the black security uh, guard he got a raise and a, and a promotion shout out to him he showed up mm-hmm. I, I can't remember his name but he showed up with a Gucci jacket yeah he did it was a, yeah. it was a nice Gucci jacket bro brother yeah. got a raise shout out um, <laughs> uh the the Gaga performance was cool J Lo made me laugh um what else was there yeah I mean it was a cool inauguration overall. Yeah, that J uh, that J Lo performance, I, I didn't like that. Yeah, what else we got? Uh, Omar is Johnson land. is Omar Johnson is still scamming out here, um, and yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, sports news. Um, there is no sports news today. Every sports news is Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Mm-hmm. RP to the legend. RP to his family. Did you guys ever get those names? Uh, I had it up. I didn't. I didn't grab the names. <clears throat> I was gonna say just rest in peace to the the pilot and the other families that were lost. In yeah, the... we're gonna let Ricardo read it because right. Ricardo can say names. Can I can say names. Well, you can read. You you know you know how to read the last names. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not good with the names. Um. um okay. Some of them are kind of some of them are like Italian names. I don't know if I can pronounce all of them. So there was John, uh, uh, Alto Belli. Yeah. That's, that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, they also had uh, Carrie, his wife. You, we had uh, Alyssa, his his fourteen year old daughter. So, yeah, that one's sad too, man. Like that, that like their whole family, like that's just he had two. More, he had two more kids, so he has two kids. Living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peyton Chester. He said with an eighth grader at Saint Margaret uh, uh, Episcopal School. Uh, she was a. Um, is it, is it a is it a girl? I think yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. So rest in peace to her, Peyton Chester, uh, Sarah Chester, who was the mother of Peyton, uh, Christina Malzer, who was a basketball coach for uh, who she was a girls basketball coach. Uh, who else? And Era uh, Ara Zobayan, who was a pilot. And that is all the victims. So rest in peace to all of them. Also, rest in peace to Seku Smith, NBA journalist who died today. And rest in peace to Six Dogs, mm-hmm. rapper who died today. Rest in peace to, uh, what's his name? He he broke Babe Ruth's uh, baseball record. Hank he died Aaron. last week. Hank, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Yeah. I, I said him at the beginning. Hank Aaron. Oh, you did? Oh, you did? did? Okay. Yeah. But, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, we're, I'm not going to cut that out, but yeah. Okay. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron also passed. Um, man, 
Legends, man. Legends leaving us. Legends leaving us. Um. Wow. Uh. So let's um let's let's try to end on a high note. What can I play? What can I play to get people's spirits going? People's mm-hmm. spirits moving. I'm still searching. I'm still searching. Can uh, we do a Umar Johnson video one day, like a, like a Umar Johnson segment, and how how much money he scammed out of people. <laughs> Why are you like this, man? Hold on. People need to know. <laughs> what does he need? To, oh, hold on. Need to know about the buffoonery that's been happening. You know what? I'm gonna play this because he was on my mind today. Uh, this is C.J. Watson and C. Shrugs, Purple Skies. You sound like a real, uh, real radio jockey right there. I tried. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ricardo, man, go ahead and count us out, man. All right, man. You already know what it is. You already know what it was. We're not black. We're not white. We're something in the middle. This has been the Minority Agenda Podcast, and we are out. Lavender cups, purple of a different hue. Codeine mixed with the Sprite, free for me and two for you. Get them in from Toronto, gotta get them through customs. A small tax for my niggas, a fee for strangers, I don't trust them. Jolly ranchers and ice, a combination so nice. Styrofoam so cool, got me feeling so right. I think I see screw, I think I see pimp. Under the city lights when I see them. Dallas Texas rave, but my cup is so Houston, and her booty's so big that we might be reproducing. That's the syrup talking the waffles. I do this often. I'm done with my first cup, so we can get the bed rocking. And there ain't no other option. This potion got me sinking again. I think I'm stuck. I'm going down like quicksand. I'm gonna be sick, man. Spinning in the circle, and no matter where I am, the skies are always purple. It's sunny in Miami. The wind's blowing in Chicago. Got a purple sky. And this purple skies around me. And this purple skies around me. It's humid down in Houston. Got me feeling so tasty. In the bay where it's foggy. Talking to drinking rankers. It gets cold in New England. Drinking and smoking. Yeah. yeah. Purple skies around me. I'm double cupping, I'm cool, slow lane with the tool, living life under stars, I graduated a fool, now I'm older and thugging, buzzing and breaking rules, city boy feeling good, these streets made me a goon, but I'm cool in the night, I take off in my Sprite, down in Houston with Shooter and V-Live back and right, took a trip out to Cali, smoked the blood super hard, on that strong California, I fit you like I'm on Mars, purple skies who we, loud lean in the Jeep, Hit the telly with ladies, hoping they all some freaks. I'm just a nigga from the jungle trying to live sweet. Rest in peace to all my soldiers, gonna live through me. And free my nigga 14, red and young B. Hold your head out tonight, I'm putting on for the D. Yeah, free my nigga 14, red and young B. Hold your head out tonight, I'm putting on for the D. I'm not the purple sky. It's sunny in Miami. Yeah, yeah.